Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings kicks off on May 5th. Head over to the Warehouse Games channel to catch Game 1. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Chess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What's going on, Bakers? Good morning. Welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, big, beautiful baby David. In the upper corner, some of you might recognize him from lower corners or lower places. But here he is. Here we are. It is February 3rd, first show of February. How about it? My goodness. Soon it'll be spring training, maybe. Maybe. Need the lockout tent. Either uh, will or won't be. Will or won't be. We're de- thinking about what to do uh, for today's Wake and Jake because we're in a bit of a, I don't want to say sports hole, but I'll say sports hole whenever I want because uh, I like the way it sounds. No, I mean, NBA NBA and NHL are rolling. Uh, lost my one NHL bet I made yesterday live. So if people copied me on that, I'm sorry. I'd like to get ahead of that. Um, I believe Tom Ace uh, did say he bet his actual house on it. Oh, boy. That is not the news you want to hear. I actually, uh, DraftKings, not that, they give you the option to cash out on bets at a certain point. So I had the Islanders to win by two goals, and it was a 0-0 game. And it gave me like a $14 cash out now option. I was like, let's do it. Let's get out of here. And then they ended up losing by three. So mm. lose winning money by losing money. The Jake Storielli story. No, I... Uh, Tom Brady retired. I think we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jess popped the chat. Blake Paxton, Jada Genius, Lily, Adam Kleiman, Zendino, obviously Michelle Haley. I want to talk some baseball today. We got the itch a little bit yesterday. We did talk in baseball. Go check that out. And we're talking about where we think the top 10 free agents will sign. Um, and it was good. And it was, you know, again, you get that taste of... Taste of beautiful baseball and what it'll be like. But there's so many. There's so much to happen after it. And we can't even get to daydream about it yet because the negotiations still aren't at a at a good point. I, I mean, we hear there's progress, there's progress, there's progress. Uh, the two biggest issues. Owners, they want expanded playoffs because that's the money. Players, they want less arbitration. 
because that's the money. Um, and those issues kind of haven't been addressed yet. Uh, the meeting updates, I do feel like we're getting slightly more contentious. <gasps> Is that fair? I think the updates aren't as honky dory. Like two weeks ago, it was, they started meeting regularly, and they were still fairly nice updates. Yeah, and the and uh, the biggest positives was that there weren't new negatives. Um, so it wasn't ever big progress, but they were agreeing in principle to some things and, and inching towards each other. Um, but now it does start to feel like we're getting into that like media cycle we saw 2020. Like, weren't there some tweets the other day like the the meeting got a little hostile or guys were getting angry or something? I think Did I, I dream that. that. It feels like we're we're approaching where we were 2020 when they were starting to use the media to like you know do each other's talking. Yeah. So um, either way, I was thinking of kind of reverse engineering what we did yesterday because it was exciting, man. Talking about Freddie Freeman and where he could actually sign next year. Um, Carlos Rodon can sign anywhere in the world. Carlos Correa. Unsigned. He could end up in so many places. And that changes the outlook of the season so much. I thought it would be interesting. I thought it would be interesting. And Trev sparked this a little bit yesterday as well because we talked about the Dodgers. And their lineup is still stacked. The Dodgers lineup right now, Mookie Betts. Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Max Muncie, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Cody, AJ Pollock, Gavin Lux currently slotted into their DH spot. I mean, you could swap Lux and Muncie pretty easily, move some things around. Either way, they're pitching staff right now. And I think this is where, when we talked about the Mighty Dodgers previously, their pitching staff was crazy. Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller, best friend of the pod. He's listed as the one. That's good. He's awesome. Julio Urias, he's listed as the two. Awesome. Also really good. Two years younger than Walker Bueller. People forget he got called up really early. Right now in your three slot, Tony Gonsolin. I like Tony Gonsolin. Sure. Andrew Heaney is listed as the four. The Heen dog became a little bit of a joke in some New York sports circles this year. Only because he got lit up. Felt a little bad for him, but it was bad. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. Uh, and then David Price, 36-year-old David Price, who was kind of relegated to the bullpen last year. He's got the tires worn out a little bit. In contrast to that, I mean, the Dodgers started last year. They still had Trevor Bauer. Um, Dustin May was a lot of people's breakout players for last year. He's out. I don't know what his exact timetable is, but he did go out early. Last- He'll be back at some point. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd expect him midway through this year or yeah. something like that. But um, Clayton Kershaw, one of the best pitchers of all time, a free agent. A free agent. He, there's a good chance he could go to L.A. There's some serious stuff around Texas. Um, Max Scherzer. They emptied the tank at the deadline to trade for Max Scherzer. He signed with the Mets. He's gone. Max Scherzer was their one last playoffs. 
don't get me wrong, Walker Buehler is a 1A, if not 1B. But as of right now, the Dodgers, and that was the whole free agency, right? The big teams didn't make their moves. The Yankees roster right now isn't pretty. The Yankees need a shortstop. They need a first baseman. I guess they don't need a first baseman. We've talked about this a lot on Talking they like, Yanks. They need at least one of a new first baseman, new center fielder. One of those two have to get filled, but... I mean... Shortstop is a must-must. Currently, guys that are not on the Yankees that were last year... I mean, they trade for Anthony Rizzo. Corey Kluber was in the rotation for parts of the year. Brett Gardner always plays 140 games. That same heen dog we just referenced, Clint Frazier, uh, that cycle ends, Terran O'Day, wow. Um, the Yankees still have moves to make. And uh, reminder, Yankees were like sad sacks for a little bit last year. And we think they're going to make a move on a Correa or a story. Maybe they're not. Like, like they, they had two different like, extended good runs, but really, other than that, last year, they were bad. I know they finished 92 wins and and into the playoffs, but... Ugly season. Um, So, that's where I want to check in and see where these teams are really at right now. Because, sure, there's free agency and trades that are about to come in a whirlwind, but when they do, I think we can be better prepared... To see where the teams land. So, we're an East Coast bias pod. Um, I believe once, if the lockout ended today, the best team in the AL East, I think is your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, reminder, Blue Jays signed Kevin Gossman. They had traded for Barrios during last season, and then they extended him. Ryu was their one. They've got him in the three slot right now. Alec Manoa was a breakout rookie last year. And right now they have chicken strips, Ross Stripling in the five slot, which, again, is a guy, major league guy. Um, we'll see if they are done moving rooms. I didn't mention Nate Pearson. Remember super prospect Nate Pearson? Right now it has him listed in AAA. He was supposed to be an impact guy for them last year. We'll see. And they still have Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Teoscar, Guriel, Grichuk, Biggio. Could I put Alejandro Kirk in? I could. Because, hmm. boy, do I love him. Uh, besides third base, where right now they have Santiago Espinal listed, and I know Biggio can move around, they lost Simeon. They lost Simeon, they lost Robbie Ray, but they replaced Ray with Gossman, so that's kind of a one-out, one-in. But the lineup has never been the concern for Toronto. The Blue Jays are sitting pretty. Uh, Even their bullpen, I mean, Romano, Meza, Simber, Yimmy Garcia. Man, Julian Merriweather, that's always going to be a weird one for us because he looks so good on a memorable opening day. The Blue Jays, I think, if you roll the ball out there tomorrow, I think in the American League East, they're the best team. Is that... How controversial is that, BBD? I think they'd... I mean, I'd... Yeah, I'd probably go as far as to say that AL, they're on paper. 
best in the league right now with half an off season to go where where things currently stand. At least I th- I think I mean the Rays you just kind of have blind trust, but we're talking about on paper teams here. Like Red Sox aren't f- super far behind. I think if they they looking at their roster resource page right now, if they get Schwarber back, I think that he would fit perfectly. I feel that more firmly today looking at this than I did yesterday on the Talking mm. Baseball episode. Because, like, right now, JBJ is penciled in as a starter. If he's your fourth outfielder, that's a much better situation. Yeah. Schwarber's playing a lot more left field or, or getting Dahlbeck not an everyday player. Maybe he is now. He's young. He could have gotten better. Bobby. Um Bobby. Yeah, Which, the Red, but they don't have him, right? No, Red I, Sox I, are in a good spot. Though. Yeah, I think with the Red Sox, their top five is still pretty sack, stacked. Kike, Devers, Bogats, J.D., Verdugo. Um, and then right now we've got the young guys, Dahlback and Duran, who's going to pan out out of that crew. And then Vasquez and JBJ is almost the opposite. Like, we know those guys, and you kind of know what you're going to get, and they're, you know, kind of basting at their heart. Um, I, I think the big Boston argument would be Chris Sale. And if he comes back and he's a 32, 33-year-old Chris Sale, um, him and Nate Dog at the top of the ro- rotation, Pavetta. Remember how good he was in the playoffs? What the hell was that? Yeah. What the hell was that, Nick Pavetta? Hawk. Hauk. Hauk, if you think he can break out. Yeah, I mean, I just think... You, they have a good, a good group of that, uh, of that tier between... Pavetta, Hill, Waka, Hauk, and, and Paxton. Do you believe two of those guys will be good contributors? I don't, you don't know which one. And the Yankees have played that game. It's not fun. R- Red Sox fans, I'll always, I'll always let you talk back to me um, because, you know, sometimes it's tough to get rid of my bias. I know my guy Sheedy sometimes is in here. Um, I guess my thing is right now, and that's what we're doing, mm-hmm. I think the Blue Jays lineup – is just a tick better than the Red Sox. Maybe it's it's a person deeper for sure. Um, the Blue Jays, I think, right now have on paper the lineup most people think they're going to have for the regular season. Yeah, with with maybe another infielder. Yeah. But I mean, right now the end of Boston is like you said: Dahlbeck, Duran, Vasquez, Bradley. Which you know is Schwarber coming back? Um, is there another move to be made there? Interested to see. And then, yeah, same thing with the, the rotation. I mean, Evaldi, Sale, Pavetta, I think you'd lean Barrios, Gossman, Ryu. Um, maybe the Red Sox have a little more depth, especially if Paxton comes back next year. And then the bullpen, I, I think I think I'd still lean Toronto a yeah, little bit. It's, so It's close. It's all, it's all very tight, but I think Toronto is like plus one, barely. In each category, um, yeah, like like it's not overwhelmingly in in any given category, but I think each of them they are tick ahead. I guess the the team that's always lurking and you never know what to do with is the Tampa Bay Rays. Their whole thing is it's guys that preseason you didn't hear of, and now they're here. My whole thing last year was that the Rays lineup is better than it's ever been. I still think they're top four. Brandon Lau, Wander Franco, what's he going to be next year? Is he taking a jump to, like, elite baseball player? Is he just being good? In the playoffs, he looked fucking elite last year. He was nasty. We love Mets. 
Austin Meadows and Randy Rosarena. And then G-Man, Yandi, Margot, Zanino, Kiermaier. I mean, that's some Rays bullshit down there, but it works really yeah. well for the Rays. Um, their rotation, it, it just doesn't get you excited. You wonder what McClanahan is going to become. Um, you know, 25 starts last year. So, like, the, the kid should be ready to do it. Age 25 season coming up. Lefty that pumps 98 easily. Has a chance to be really good, but we need to see it for a full season. And then it's Drew Rasmussen, Corey Kluber, our guy Yarby, and then Luis Patino, who was supposed to be kind of the the future for them, the 22-year-old. He's now listed as their five, which um, that's interesting. We'll see. I think our guy Glass now is going to be out for most of the year, if not. They can't bank on him. Yeah. Yeah. Two-way McKay had a bad injury. Yanni Chirinos, remember him? Fun name to say. I assume he'll be back at some point. They're just the Rays. Blind trust. Their bullpen, all those names are gross. (sighs) Man, I forget about the Rays. And just Wander. Wander's a game changer. Because you can do a bunch of Rays stuff, but at the end of the day... You know, you were going to see guys like Yandy Diaz hitting two-hole, which not to be a shot at Yandy Diaz, but when you compare that to the Blue Jays, and it, you're either talking about, like, Bichette or Springer or Vladdy or, you know, Teoscar's won a couple silver sluggers back-to-back, I think. If Wander Franco is a star star, she has a full chance to be. He, and he doesn't need to be it next year, but if he is it next year... I mean, the Rays are just going to be there. It's uh, hard for me to say they're going to be a better team than the Blue Jays, but they were last year. And, I mean, they currently, they had Nelson Cruz. Colin McHugh was huge for them last year, micropenis. Um, Some bullpen guys, but that just comes and goes. And Nelson Cruz wasn't great for the Rays last year. They're kind of, they're sitting pretty. They always are. They always are. Our Yankees, we talked about it a bit. I mean, they currently don't have a shortstop. They have Gio Urshela still listed as the shortstop. Even their shortstop depth, Tyler Wade, Andrew Velasquez, they got rid of those guys. So that's, you know, obviously one of the biggest questions of the baseball offseason are the Yankees getting one of the big shortstops. Do they really believe in Anthony Volpe? I mean, he's become a top 10 prospect in baseball everyone preaches about him um i think keith law just had something that said he'll be in the league very soon was that the phrasing of it and read his thing his specifically but but like every top 100 list and and national prospect rankings they have will be very very highly regarded they're in i i guess yankees fans are leaning on dj lemayhew being healthy and getting back to what he was for them a full season of Joey Gallo, what does that look like? It's got to look better than what 40 games of Joey Gallo looked like. Certainly better than what they saw. Is Aaron Hicks back? Are they addressing center field, first base, Luke Voigt? Seems like it, the way they finished the year with him. And if we're remembering this Yankees team right, it was all about like they needed more balance in the lineup. They needed more speed. So far this offseason, all they've done is get rid of that in Tyler Wade, Velasquez. Um, so, again, this is a team, 
we're expecting to make big moves going forward. Oakland trade, everyone wants that. As of right now, Cole Monty Sevi. Depends where you feel about Monty. Depends where you feel about Sevi. Everyone kind of feels the same way about Cole. Nestor and Herman are your four or five right now. I mean, that's coin flippy. Tyone will be around. He's got a non. He's not going to miss a ton of time. Ankle injury, so he's supposed to miss some April, whatever it is. Um, I guess when you throw him in the rotation, and that was the Yankees' strength last year, was the pitching. Um, they just haven't addressed the hitting at all. And the hitting and defense was, like, sad last year. It was it was not only underwhelming, but it was, like, legitimately bad. So I don't know. I mean, uh, honestly, and maybe it's due to the Blue Jays have moved some of their chess pieces this offseason. They got Gossman. They did that. Um, the Red Sox and Yankees haven't done much. Sox signed Paxton. Might be back later in the year. Um, you'd have a hard time telling me the Yankees or Red Sox are above the Rays and the Jays as of right now. I mean, again, I I hope we have a fun off season to come in Yankee Land. Where things currently stand, Sox are supposed to be movers and shakers as well. <clears throat> but yeah. It's uh, it's it's always that eye-opening AL East moment where you're like, so wait, the Yankees or Red Sox could be a fourth-place team next year? Because that's not cool. I don't like that. Um, I mean, looking, just looking at the projected line of Fangraphs has, um, I think about how bad Glaber was last year, and he, and he was better when he moved to second base full time and maybe that was regressing to the mean maybe that was maybe that was the move back to second so we'll see this year it's an important year for him but right now he's penciled in as your six hole hitter when he was really as bad as it gets right um, and, you know lineup construction discussions are you hope he flips uh, but you don't we don't know we don't know anything uh Orioles fifth place signed Rugned He'll be cute. He's going to hit 35 homers next year. And he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. And we blew it as a baseball society. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Orioles. I wish, genuinely wish I could talk about you sometimes, but can't. Can't play with them. Can't do it. Um, hey, at least I think... That kind of went a little long, but I think that is the toughest division. I mean, they have the most teams worthy of discussion for this of any division. Blue Jays won 91 last year. Yankees, Red Sox won 92. Rays won 100. So, like, those are four upper class teams. Man, that sprint, that sprint after the lockout, that's going to be the good stuff. Um, we stick in, in the East. We stick in with the AL. Let's finish the AL. That's where my brain's at for whatever reason. Um, Chicago White Sox. There's a discussion. Are still really good. Uh, Anderson, Moncada, Abreu, Grandal, Robert, Jimenez, uh, 
Gavin Sheet, some people are into that, slash Andrew Vaughn, Adam Angle, Lurie Garcia. Uh, your rotation, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, Dallas Keuchel, Michael Kopech, probably making the jump to the rotation this year. In the bullpen, Liam Hendricks, Craig Kimbrell, Aaron Bummer. Reminder, they signed Kendall Graveman, who was really good last year. And Garrett Crochet is out there. This team is stacked. Biebs, you uh, you mentioned briefly that there's a discussion here. Is anyone in... No one's in White Sox range, right? In this div- in this division? Not really. Um, phone just went off. You just get a call? Yeah, some weird Pennsylvania number. Um, I don't... Didn't recognize. They've... They have a group they're comfortable with and still could add to it. I mean, everyone. I guess everyone does say they're gonna trade Kimbrell at least when they picked up the option. That's what it, that's what they the reports were. They're gonna trade him at some point. Mm. Um, but even that, they still have Hendricks, Bomber, Graveman, Crochet. And I mean, it's not like they're gonna trade Craig Kimbrell for prospects. It's not. I mean, maybe they will. I maybe maybe they will, and then you have that right. option. You have more options moving forward. But you'd assume they get something that's going to Teams help in their now. window. Like, I, I don't know. They get trading from depth, and, and you want to be in position to make more moves in the future. Dirty Craig. Um, AL Central, there's not a team on their level. I mean, Detroit signing guys. They're a team on the rise, but no. Detroit is a team on the rise. Minnesota's in like a weird refresh. I felt bad. I was tweeting out. I looked at their rotation the other day, and I was like, my goodness. And then I felt bad because Randy Dobnak's been pretty friendly on Twitter, so I didn't want to be a shot fired at him. Like Dobnak. Twins rotation right now is Dylan Bundy, Bailey Ober, Joe Ryan, Randy Dobnak, Lewis Thorpe. Joe Ryan's like a real prospect for them, but prospect's a prospect. He is, and he could, you know, Joe Ryan could Joe Ryan could not have a good year next year, and that wouldn't surprise anyone. Like, he doesn't need to. Like, he's, he's a young player. Their lineup still speaks, man. Arias, Buxton, Polanco, Donaldson, Kepler, Garver, Sano, Kirilov, like... BBD, you just mentioned right now the Yankees, they have Glaber Torres in the sixth slot who they hope he bounces back, but like Kirilov, it's a young big prospect. Sano in the seventh slot. I know his shine has worn off a little bit. The twins can still mash if they can still if they can tap into that identity somewhat, but their rotation, their pitching in general just isn't there. Um Cleveland's the opposite, and they're kind of Sad in their own way. I mean, let me let me read to you the bottom four in the Guardians lineup right now. Uh, right now in the six hole, they have Stephen Kwan. Not in my book. Playing left field. Um, not sure what that's about. Uh, Jimenez, the kid they got from the Mets, he had a... 218, 282, 351 year last year. Austin Hedges, notoriously can't hit. Um, nice guy, hot. Uh, Bradley Zimmer. And that's Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario. And then Jose Ramirez, Fran Mill, and Bobby Bradley, my guy. 
My guy, who I like mostly because of alliteration, Bobby Bradley. And Cleveland, just organizationally, feels like they're willing to trade kind of anyone at any time. So Their pitching still has a chance to click. It is cool when you look at it. Bieber, uh, Plesak, Quantrill, Savale, McKenzie. Yeah, that, that five and then some some nice names in that bullpen. They'll stumble into some wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the thing. If you gave me the... Twins versus Guardians, you still go Guardians because at least they have pitching, and if they find enough hitting, yeah, they'll win games. Enough guys that can homer, and you, and you got three runs. So I guess the question in the division, and Kansas City is almost in the same boat as those teams. I mean, we talked about them last year. They're fun. Maybe Bobby Witt comes up, and he's a superstar. Adalberto Mondesi was out for a lot of last year. It'll be a pleasant watch, but there's a there's a ceiling. Mike Miner, Keller, Singer, Bubich, Carlos Hernandez. Tw- if you can decipher the difference between the Twins, the Guardians, and Kansas City, let me know. Because it looks like both teams just equal up to a 76. Overall team ranking seventy six. The uh, Royals haven't have prospects that are have like a, a good crop of prospects that are coming. Like this year, we're gonna see Bobby Witt, Bobby Witt, Isbell, a couple other supposed guys. Supposed to be a guy. Those ah. young, those young pitchers that are in there. Asalacy, real. Asalacy sounds like a porn star name. I think it's Asa. Um, not when I say Asa. Uh, and then Detroit is your other wild card here, which. They went 77 and 85 last year. They signed Javi Baez. Torkelson is supposed to get the call. They traded for our guy Tucker Barnhart. Uh, they have a young. They signed Erod. Forgot about that. Mm. Jesus, how long ago does that seem? Deal. My God, that seems forever ago. Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal, Matt Manning, all big pitching prospects. Um, Tyler Alexander, how about that? Uh, with the bullpen that really improved later last year, I remember a bunch of Tigers fans yelling at me. White Sox are just in a different world. I mean, yeah, yeah. And maybe the Tigers have more juice. Like they're, they say they're all in. They got bias. They gave him a big boy contract. Six years. Akil Badu. Everyone loves him. I don't know. Nobody is on the White Sox plane. They just aren't. Not for the purposes of what what this activity is. And the rest of the Central. Ugh. <sighs> I just wish they had, like, I almost wish, like, if you were Cleveland, I wish they traded Jose Ramirez and got another stud pitcher, and it was just like, well, Cleveland pitches. Like, like actually, they're nasty. Pitch you to death, and they're gross. Like, they just need to score a couple runs. 
But I mean, their pitching's not scary, scary. Bieber, Quantrill, Police X, Volley McKenzie. It's nice. Young guys that, you know, could continue to get better. Kansas City just seems to be the same thing. Detroit, you're getting better, but where are you really going? Hail Central. Yeah, and, and Nate Steele, our guy in the chat. Um, Royals were exciting. Salvi. Yeah, I mean, that's what BBD said. I mean, not a bad watch, but... I think they're... they're Them and the Tigers are going to be watchable. How about this? Right now, you can't convince me that Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City, or Minnesota will be above 500. It's like one of them... Like one of them for Probably sure will, will, but can't tell me which one. Same as with the, any confidence. Same same thing as like my Phillies are going to sign somebody thing where it's like, but I, I wouldn't put them as the favorite for any single guy. I just I, I don't see, and again I would I would love some feedback. Colin Davis in the chat said, "Why two giant coffees?" Um, if you'll see. I tried to get one with light cream, light sugar to try to get that, like, dark brown coffee, but there's cream in there. Mm -hmm. And instead, I got this. So instead of being, like, confrontational with the guy, I just said, okay, can I get a coffee black as well? So I'm going to mix them. I don't know if you guys saw earlier, I took a sip out of both. Did the in-mouth mix. So I'm just doubling down on the in-mouth mix there. Uh, So, yeah, that's a little look into the window of my life and the AL Central. The AL West. This was one of the ones I'm most excited on. I don't think I have my my opinions even locked in. The Houston Astros are still the Houston Astros, but right now we have to consider them without Correa, which, like... The Correa rumors back to Houston haven't been anything because they kind of lowballed him on a contract extension. I think they offered him the Javi Baez extension, even less than that, I think. Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Jordan, Yuli, Kyle Tucker. <laughs> we get away from the Astros, and then you remember they're fucking stacked, man. They've got nice platoons with center field. Gross. They are stacked. Jose Siri, I loved that guy during the playoffs last year. He's electric. And their pitching staff, how about this? Listed as their number one starting pitcher, Justin Verlander. Remember his free agency? Remember future Yankee Justin Verlander? Lance McCullers Jr., who kind of full full on broke out. Framber Valdez, love him. Luis Garcia. Jose Urquidy. In the five slot with a strong bullpen. Zach Greinke and Carlos Correa are free agents. They lost Kendall Graveman. They lost a couple other bullpen guys. They didn't have Verlander last year. They're getting him back. And it feels like they have a free agent move up their sleeve. I just don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Trevor's story. And if it is, my goodness, they will be so stacked. We get excited about Seattle. We get excited about Texas. 
Houston has a top six in their lineup and four starting pitchers who are really good and have playoff experience. I'll go to Seattle next just because I think they have the best shot. J.P. Crawford, Adam Frazier, Mitch Hanniger, Ty France, Kelnick. Can he make the jump? Who is Jared Kelnick? That's a fun game. Kyle Lewis, we like him. Toro, they got him for the Graveman Fripp. Flip, excuse me, I started saying Jake Fraley, so I said Fripp. Um, you know, this team can use another bat. We talked about Chris Bryant uh, yesterday. It definitely feels like they need a little more like locked-in pop. Mm-hmm. in the middle of their lineup. Uh, and I think they can get that because, again, no offense to Jake Fraley, but I think they have a corner outfield spot available, and that's a pretty easy position to get instant pop, whether that is Chris Bryant, Jock Peterson, Schwarber. You got options there. You got options there. So Seattle is going to add a bat. I don't think we can factor that in right now. They signed they Robbie Ray. They signed the Cy Young winner. The Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners. They signed the Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Marco Gonzalez, been there for a while, does his thing. Chris Flexen, he had a really nice year last year. 31 starts, a 3-6-1. Logan Gilbert, remember him? He kind of had a knockoff glass now look. Mm-hmm. Um, tall, lanky, a lot of skills to him. He got 24 starts in last year. What's he going to wow. be? Um and they have Justin Dunn slated in. I think they'll have a couple other I'll options. Young, young boys. Their bullpen was good. Uh, Diego Castillo, Paul Seawald, both shoved. Drew Steckenrider. Uh, 100 Miles Giles hmm. in that Seattle bullpen. How about that? Man, do a documentary on that guy. Seattle's a nice team. I guess clicking back in, it's kind of a reminder that they're fun. They're talented. I still don't think they have the top end talent that Houston does have. You know, let me let me list the top six of Seattle's lineup again. J.P. Crawford, nice, kind of defense first shortstop. Not a bad hitter. Not a great hitter. Adam solid. Frazier, solid. Uh, Mitch Haniger had a huge year last year. Give Mitch Haniger a lot of credit. Ty France, good. Kelnick, can he break through? Uh, and we mentioned Kyle Lewis again. Houston in their sixth slot has Kyle Tucker, hmm. who you could argue is the best hitter of everyone I just mentioned on Seattle. Jose Altuve. Kyle, Kyle Tucker's baseball ref, or Baseball savant profile is just an absolute treat. 557 slug last year for Kyle Tucker. Yuli Gurriel, did he get the the batting title last year? He's all around it. Uh, Altuve, Bregman's going to bounce back. That being said, after just looking at the AL Central teams, I like Seattle. I do like Seattle. I feel good about that. Oakland... I mean, this one's kind of funny because we think they're going to trade away Matt Olson or Matt Chapman or both. Uh, Bassett, Manaya, Montes. It's funny. This is a this is kind of a solid team, but we think it's about to be broken up. Um, this was a part of the exercise I thought was going to be funny because I don't know what you do with it. Um, 
That being said, Elvis Andrews is their shortstop. He was bad last year. They have Seth Brown listed as their DH. Piscotti had a bad year. Pinder. Mm -mm. They're losing. They've already lost Starling Marte, Mark Canna, Jan Gomes. Other free agents for them, Josh Harrison, Andrew Chafin, Jed Lowry, Sergio Romo, Jake Diekman, Mitch Moreland, Trevor Rosenthal, Chris Davis, Mike Fires. A's, I, I think they're one of the teams I can cheat a little bit with. They were an 86-win team last year. They are heading south, and I don't think they're going to make a big, splashy free agent signing. Let's talk about teams that did make flat flashy free agent signings. The Texas Rangers, they signed Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. Marcus Simeon had one of the best seasons a second baseman's ever had last year. 45 home runs. Put him in the two-hole. Corey Seager, 306, 394, 521 slugging. Middle of that lineup, Adelise Garcia. They're hoping Willie Calhoun can hit. I think he can, too. But then it's all come together. It's still thin after that. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe, Nate Lowe, former Grays, Rays, great. Cole Calhoun, Jonah Heim, Nick Solak, Isaiah Kiner, Falefa. Will he be traded? Love. You'd really love one more bat, if not two more. And that's where I get scared with Texas because their pitching staff is young. They signed John Gray. Remember that? Ooh. But listed as their one, and I think that's a John Gray the one is a uh-uh. John Gray the three is like, a, okay. John Gray the four. John Gray the four, you're like, badass, let's roll. Um, so that's a little unfair. Dane Dunning, uh, they got him in the Lance Lynn trade, if you remember. He had 25 starts last year, a four five one ERA. Taylor Hearn, love him. Love. Love that guy. Uh, AJ Alexi, 23-year-old. Remember, he had a nice start against the Yankees, but so did a lot of people. And then Spencer Howard, Phillies prospect, uh, traded over to Texas for Gibby, right? Gibby and in Kennedy. Right, right, right. right now, but was a good reliever last year. This, this Rangers rotation feels like the opposite of their old man, Gibby... Lance Lynn, I think it was Jordan Lyles. Someone else was there. Kluber. 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 This feels like the opposite. <laughs> like, I, I think these are all young guys that can have a nice year. Like, I think Taylor Hearn can have a really nice year. That's unbiased. Like, I think Dane Dunning could have a nice year. That's unbiased. I think John Gray could have a nice year. That's unbiased. I think the odds of them all doing it is slim. I think you have a good chance of one of them doing it. I think one will definitely. Two would be almost wild. Three, almost impossible in baseball. Um, Three guys getting their kind of best case scenario for a year. So Texas supposedly isn't done. They have Simeon and Seager. Adelise's numbers finished in an interesting place, but he's a threat. He's a good ball player. Um, Center field. Value. Here's what I'll say. They signed two 
amazing hitters at like tough positions to get hitting, shortstop and second base. <clears throat> I I'm still taking Seattle's lineup, I think. Yeah. And you take Seattle's pitching. They just signed Robbie Ray. And they could pitch a little bit before that. So I know Texas made some splashes. But they're not there yet, which brings us to everyone's favorite AL West team, which, again, talk about a lineup. Shohei, Trout, Jared Walsh with 29 ding-dongs last year. Anthony Rendon was hurt pretty much all last year. He's awesome. He's 31. Hmm. Like, in my head, I thought I was going to see, like, 34 maybe. Anthony Rendon's 31. Like, expect him to be good. Brandon Marsh is a big prospect. Joe Adele is a big prospect. <laughs> David Fletcher is David Fletcher. Um, nice Max Stassi. I don't know. Foolish likes him. I think he, I think what he the was... What uh, that mean? Don't know his full deal. I think in general he's one of the better offensive catchers because catching is what it is. I mean... Justin Upton on your bench. Jesus, get paid. Get paid, Justin Upton. Um So, okay, let's let's keep jumping ahead in the division a little bit. The Rangers signed Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager and they're probably the fourth best lineup in the division. Not taking them over the Astros. You're not taking them over the Angels. Otani and Trout? Are you kidding me? Mariners. We just did that a little bit. I just think they're a better team up and down the lineup. Good vibes. And then you can have them over the athletics. But can you really, if we're playing my exercise the right way? Yeah. Like we, are, we all know they we think are going to break it all up. Like but. if Matt Olson and Matt Chapman were back, like there's a discussion so that's where it, it's it's tough, tough for Texas Rangers fans. I think um, Shohei pitching Otani, Syndergaard, Sandoval, Michael Lorenzen, Suarez. He's actually a nice young pitcher. I like him. And they've got some guys in the bullpen. Reisel. They signed Aaron Loop. Found the fountain of youth or whatever the hell Aaron Loop found. Zero nine five ERA last year. Grosso. Um, Angels have talent. The The joke has always been pitching. At least they, they sent a flyer in Syndergaard. They're, they have addressed it. They need to do at least one more thing there. If you could get Sandoval or Suarez to have a nice year, I don't think either of that's out of the norm. Um, I mean, this team's a lot better than Texas, I think. For this activity, they are. Would have loved if they got Stroman. This team's better than Oakland. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you know, I picked picked them for Rodon. They, yeah. it, we say it every year, they need more pitching. Um, I, uh, it's another thing that's stuck out about their roster resource page. Trout listed in left field. I don't know if that's a thing that's officially going to happen. Would make some sense because he's... Uh, had some of those lower body, like muscle, fast twitch injuries last year specifically. That's what kept them out. So 
Yeah, is that happening now? I think there was definite discussion last year after he got hurt again. And Marsh is young, and he had a calf strain. So yeah, Angels insiders, you'd have to let me know it. Well, Nate Steele's here, right? He's our Angels insider. Um, Is that the plan, or is that just Reed Detmers? Nate just said that he's a pretty pretty legit prospect if he can make the jump. Sure. I mean, Angels fans. I think we want to drink the Kool-Aid. Um, I think every year people kind of want to drink Angels fans Kool-Aid. Is that a gross sentence? A little bit. They're so close to being good. That's the... It's, but it's so close yet so far. The Angels could be better than Seattle next year. I wouldn't place a bet on it right now. I think especially with the Robbie Ray signing and all the good energy they had last year. Remember how fun Seattle was? The Angels have talent. I guess that's why they're always kind of enigmatic. They have a lot of talent. Dude, Otani, Trout, Rendon. Like, four times a game, that should punish pitchers. That should destroy pitchers. They should bat Trout leadoff. Go Trout, Otani, Rendon. You know Trout's OBP last year while he played? 466. I mean, I think that I want to see if he mostly led off. I don't know why, what factors go into their lineup construction thing, but... I think he's pretty often their leadoff guy. But Shohei's fast as hell, too. Yeah, I see Fletcher. Someone mentioned Fletcher in the chat. I just think his stats don't... And he ended up with a 297 on base last year. I know he had a horrible start and he bounced back, but still. I think he's better as a, as a second leadoff. It would be very much... It would be kind of Nationals when they went... 2019 Nationals when they went Trey Turner and then Adam Eaton. Like, you're just kind of throwing Fletcher in there for when he does good. That really sets you up for Otani and Trout. Mm. I don't think you need to do that. Or Rendon and Trout, excuse me. Um, Trout mostly batted third last year. Also only 36 games, but... 466 on base, 624 slugging. Keep Mike Trout healthy. With Otani. With Rendon. I'm drinking some Angel's Kool-Aid. Trevor Plouffe said that the other day. I thought he was being a casserole. Now look. Now look where we're at. I mean, how deep are we in? We're really rolling, BBD. Uh, We're 50. 50? Nifty United States? What do we have after this? Uh, Talking (laughs) Yanks at, at noon. I know we were... If we could start earlier, it seemed like that was going to benefit Right, right, guys, right. But. Let's roll quick. Let's roll quick. NL, sorry. Sorry, National League. I love you. Yeah. God, the NL East is such... I don't know if I can. We might have to table it. We can do an NL day. It doesn't seem like anything's going to change in the next... Okay. Season. I think that's the answer. Yeah, NL day. Coming. We did an AL day today. NL, if you're an NL fan and you've been listening, I'm sorry. I just little brothered you a little bit. We'll get you on Monday. 
We'll get you on Monday. Because, man, I was just going to try to do Mets Braves quick. That's almost impossible. And then the NL West. Padres, Dodgers, Giants. Oh, my. Oh, my. Cardinals have close to the team you expect. The Birds, the Brewers. Brewers need a bat. Look at me. Look at me. I'm brew crewed up right now. Uh, All right. Ale only, which brings us to the comment of the day. Sorry, sorry, NL fans, if I tricked you a little bit today. Huge NL week next week. This was an AL week. Who would have thought it? Uh, <laughs> Wake and J. Crew, we're up to 4.98. Wow. 20 away subs from 5K. You guys are the best. Uh, last episode... We did, is Brady retired? And Bengals and Rams going to the Super Bowl. Um, let's see, Ed Strudis. The Chiefs felt like a baseball team that is up 15 games in September and cruises into the playoffs and then ran into a hotter, hungrier opponent. Sure, we love a good cross-sport comparison. Um... Robbie VTV, I think I might have mentioned this briefly. If McDaniels has success with the Raiders, will he be the Broncos fan base most hated person ever? The answer is yes. Broncos fans really hate Josh McDaniels. You come in somewhere and you try to be a young punk and doesn't work, you're hated. It's kind of like Jim Halpert to Ryan, the temp. Balls from the temp. I won't give any spoilers away. Um, Jamie Jarrett, longtime fan. When the start of baseball season is inevitably delayed, the first F1 race will be on March 20th to keep everyone entertained in the meantime. And this season should be flame emojis. Formula One sweep in the world. I wish we had like a Formula One guy in the office. I think producer Robbie said he watched. We'll figure it out. Uh, and we just like no stuff. Jake's evil twin hosting Wake and Jake this morning. Hashtag beard poppy. Um, it's just a normal goatee, people. Wish we'd start talking about. And Connor, Connor Green said, I was on the Herbert over Burrow train all season, but I think Burrow has ended that conversation. He pretty much has. He definitely has. Dolphinately has. Um, for now, thank you guys for leaving your comments, hitting like, watching, sharing, all of that. Bake the algorithm. That's what we say. Cook the YouTube books to make sure more people get baked with us. Uh, bro of the night will be rude to BBD because it was one of the topics of the show, but it it, it can go to Tom Brady. It can go to Tom Brady. Uh, all the fun fact stats are starting to leak out. And, uh, I mean, he pretty much went to the Super Bowl in, like, half of his seasons. Um, I mean, his season started in the AFC Championship game most years. Yeah, there was, I, I think the stat was there was, there was more times... They're all freak stuff. <laughs> I won't even give you guys the stats. Um, 
he's Tom Brady. He's a part of America's lexicon. Uh, his wife is a borderline billionaire. He's like exhibit A of the game of life and how to win it. Uh, everyone loves looking at that old combine picture. The baseball world is tied to Tom. Expo's great, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, they also, that video of him hitting BP at Fenway was going around. Those are some, I don't want to say my darkest moments, because I have a lot of those. Um, they showed Tom Brady taking BP at Fenway, and he just went yard super easy to right field. And you're like, oh. 6'4", 200. You can turn on a baseball and hit it out of Fenway. And I don't have that. Yet. Yet. Gonna start working on it with Trev. Uh, I don't know. We always talk about athletes and their dominance, and we say, like, we're not going to see that again, and then I feel like we do see that again. And I don't know if it's Mahomes. I don't know if it's someone else. You know, if you said there wasn't, you know, when MJ was retiring, I think everyone was like, well, we're never going to see that again. And then, you know, LeBron's of the same ilk. Like, I know BBD's are LeBron stan, but even wherever you stand on MJ LeBron, it's just the fact that, it happened again. There's a guy. There's a guy. There always is. And I I think football kind of puts up a, a shoulder to that, but especially with how QBs have become more and more important. Yeah, um what that position is. So I don't know if it's if it's Mahomes locks in or if we just start talking about him as, you know, another super talented guy where it you know, we we didn't get the Super Bowls and everything we wanted, but man, I think uh, we we obviously got to see something special, and I think kind of more importantly, we after a certain point we knew, and that became cool in its own way. Like, yeah, like like the LeBron stuff. I think people are still maybe just maybe just now is the Laker years people are starting to try to appreciate in real time what we're seeing. Like Brady, it seemed it felt it does feel like we got that. Um, well, the, the other part was we got an extra like six years. Yeah, guy's forty four. We, we've kept thinking he was almost done since he was thirty eight. <laughs> I guess that's why we probably appreciated it more, huh? Yeah, and he's my bro of the night, too. Yeah, that's a good if, one. If there's a time to double up. That's um, a good one. Like, how do I want to start this? Ooh. Do I, did I like Tom Brady? No. No, Giants fan. Gi- but, like, I didn't care. Like, right. as a, uh, Giants were, like, the one team that's, like, I, I didn't care about it, so I rooted for him in a lot of Super Bowls because the better he did against other teams, the more what the Giants did and what Eli did was, was cool. But, um... I don't like people. People just like forget. Like Brady wasn't like he's not the most physically naturally gifted. He he wasn't highly regarded. He's not the most toolsy. Still can't. Never could run. Like he uh, like yeah he's big, but doesn't have the best arm. Like he was not supposed to be. Anything. He was, Anything. What, a sixth-round pick? Six, six round guys, quarterback. six quarterbacks drafted ahead of him. Uh, so, like, it was all, like, the work he did, like, like physically training and, and hours watching film and 
building relationships with teammates and coaches. Like it really is the the epitome, and he and his it's almost too high a standard of like you like can do anything if you are really, 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 really committed to it. Hasn't had a strawberry. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, uh, you mentioned kind of the fitness thing. Like, he's more athletic than he was at 44 than he was at 20, yeah, 22. There's a, there's a ton of the, like, videos and, like, side-by-side pictures. The of, whole. Like, all the headshots, like, he reverse-aged. The whole Alex Guerrero part of the story is still pretty wild because of everything that ties in there and the TB12 diet and stuff. But, um, yeah, man, I uh, I remember my first, like, coming around on Tom Brady just being a New York sports guy. Uh, he had, I think it was, like, back-to-back weeks. There was pictures of him. One, he was just riding a scooter. Not, like, a riding scooter, like a like a kick scooter. Um, And then I remember a couple weeks after that, he was just, like, wearing Uggs. Not, like, fashionable Uggs. And I was like, you know what, Tom Brady... Do you, man? Uh, and he sure did. And I think that's why he's retiring because I, I believe he set some of his career highs for passing yards and completion percentage this year, some of the biggest QB stats. But that shows how much the NFL has changed. Um, and he started off in a different era of NFL, a handed off era. And part of what you were saying, like he wasn't Joe Burrow, and he wasn't allowed to be Joe Burrow. Like he wasn't slinging it fifty times a game. In the NFL, you didn't do that. And then he has still evolved to be that. Um, All time. Hope you enjoyed it, whether you were hating or loving it. Uh, Excited to see what's next, man. He's a football freak, but he's also a commitment freak. That's why he's not coming back. He doesn't seem like somebody who's not going to be like part of our lives anymore. You know, I mean, he's, like he's not gonna just go. He does all the business stuff and autograph IO. That's where yeah. I got my my NFT. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't see media as something he'll do. But like, if he did, he could do it. Um, he's gonna he's gonna be around. He's gonna be around. He's gonna be around. Congrats to Tom Brady. He needs to hear it from me. Congrats to BBD. Nice hair. Congrats to me. Brewers reliever look today. And congrats to the AL because you beat out the NL. Again. Again. Um, We'll talk some NL baseball coming up next time. Uh, Tom Brady's retired. Sounds like there's a commotion in the office. We're going to check that out. Go check out everything on John Boy Media. Uh, We had a silly JJR yesterday where we drafted some slang words. That was a lot of fun. Talking baseball yesterday. We're telling you where the top 10 free agents are going. Boom. Compound Robbie Grossman from those Tigers we talked about. He was on this week. They might have a special guest next week. Wink. Mm. Talking Yanks. We're going live at noon, right? Ish, yeah. Wow. We got time. So much stuff on John Boy Media. Go watch the GeoGuessr, uh, where it's. I think it's labeled New Mouse, New Keyboard. I think you're going to like that. Watch everything. You guys are the best. We love you. Bake the algo. Sorry, NL.
Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings kicks off on May 5th. Head over to the Warehouse Games channel to catch Game 1. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.